Bienvenidos empacadores sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's a sad state. And you know, the NRA... <coughs> We've talked about this and we're going to get a little political and we're going to get a little heated. Here we, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Like if, you don't, if you're not on this side, fuck off. Don't listen to us, dude, to be honest with you. Cause I don't, I don't care for people that are on the wrong side of gun, gun control and gun laws. I'm just, I'm done with it, man. Planet fitness has more registered members by triple than the NRA. Okay. This isn't the big gloom and doom. The NRA is just organized and they're well-funded. And who are they funded by? They're funded by the manufacturers. And what do they do? They get they, they pay these people like Fox who say we need to buy more guns. They pay these other people who say, oh, it's the Im immigration laws. It's immigration laws that have to do with it. They get all these people to point around at everything but what the problem is. And the problem is, bottom line, the gun control laws period and if you don't think so look at every other country on the planet and join there and like i posted earlier and i'm going to say it to to this day until a life is worth more than a gun in the united states it won't be great again not one second before that it won't be great again this is ridiculous and and now now standing around not doing anything about it everyone's an accomplice now Dude, okay, so 256 mass shootings since the beginning of this year have occurred. Of course, this is the worst one of the year, so it gets the publicity. But you have, you know, I have to take a breath, man, because I, I am genuinely, like, this is as close to home as El Paso. And saying that you're going to, the, the solution to this is, giving guns to more people or allowing more people to have guns like a teacher, a teacher does not want to be trained and is not going to, even if trained and given a gun, I will tell you, my wife is a teacher. I know many teachers. I was a teacher. Now, of course I have a different mindset, dude, because I'm the moron on the airplane that if a guy stands up and is going to take out the airplane, I'll be the first dude as soon as he passes me to try to choke his ass out, whether he has an accomplice or not. And I always look around the airplane and I'll like, I people like, dude, if shit happens, you and me, you know, like I, I genuinely do that all the time because I'm not going to, I'm not going to stand by, but a teacher's place is to teach children and it is not their place to defend children when there's a shooter. They are also going to be victims just like the three teachers in this place, man, like telling you that you're going to do that and it's assault rifles. Look, I own a gun. 
I will be blatantly like I own a, a single sh a single shot revolver that you have to click and shoot, click and shoot, click and shoot that I use to to fuck around with. And like and I know how to use it. If somebody comes in my house, like I'll know how to fucking use it because that's part of gun training is if you have a gun, you have to be willing to use it. Most people are not willing to use a gun. If not, you're going to get disarmed and you're going to be screwed. In El Paso, in the Walmart, there were 15 people, including Border Patrol agents and trained people with guns in that Walmart. And not one single one of those people went up to the shooter to kill them when we had the mass shooting in El Paso. Don't fucking tell me that arming civilians is going to solve the problem. Go fuck yourself, dude, because it's not true. And the people saying that, like all those fucking reporters on Fox News saying that, give them a gun, put them in an active shooter situation. And I want to see how they fucking act. Fuck you. You're fucking cowards hiding behind fucking words and hiding behind legislation. Fuck off. Done. Like, I'm just I'm done arguing with people. Tell, tell us what you really think. No, I, I can't, dude, because then I seriously, like, I, I seriously can't go. I get it. I get it, right? I get it. Because, listen, I have my firearms license. I, I, I like to shoot. I like to shoot trap. I like to shoot skeet, right? That That's that's fun, right? And and when we go to the cabin, we got the bear shot and we got the slug, right? First one's, first one's in the air. Second one's in the bear. I mean, I'm going to protect my family against some crazy bear. Now, has any of this ever happened? No. Do you but need an assault the, rifle to kill a bear? No, because that's what no. they're saying, and right? If, and if you need something that holds 30 clips to defend yourself and your family, you need to be making better life choices. Okay? If, if you need 30 bullets in a clip to defend yourself, you need to be making better life choices. Because clearly you're, you know, the rock in the Fast of the Furious or something. Like that it's 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 beyond ridiculous it's beyond ridiculous the the excuses the listen guys i i get it i i, I like to i i like to see some of these guns i like to shoot some of these guns i get it i understand the problem is is these guns are getting into the hands of people and whether you say oh well that's fighting the crime or whatever the problem is is the guns if we take away the guns if you take them away there's, there's no more of these issues. And people say, oh, well, they'll figure out something. No, don't doomsday and naysay. Because when you go to other countries, other countries that have freedom, you know, 120 or 210 other countries on the planet that have freedom, okay? If you go to other countries that have freedom of speech and they have Congresses and Senates and things that people have voted on, this isn't the government saying, listen, Canada, Canadians, you can't have an AR-15. What's happening is, is Canadians have said, that shit ain't coming here. You, you know, uh, 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 people from the United Kingdom are saying, we're not having that here, period. There's no reason for that. Like I said to you, right? And, and I say it kind of jokingly a little bit, and we kind of take it for granted up here. But I said, listen, when you come to Canada, if you see a man with a gun, that's a police officer. You won't see anyone else with a gun except for a police officer. And if you see his gun, you'll see him in full uniform. And you know what? I, 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 I love that. And people say, well, you know, they argue, what about if somebody takes your tyrannical government and, hey, man, January, y'all had a whole bunch of tyrannicals storm your Capitol building. Why didn't you grab your guns and run down there and start shooting? Exactly. And the second narrative to this that is where it just put me over the edge is people tweeting, 
he was an illegal alien that was wanted and God knows where the fuck. And I don't even know if that's true or not, but they always go to the illegals because they have your fucking agenda. Guess what? Every single one of you in this fucking country, all of us, every single person that is in this country at one point, born or not, came from an illegal person that came into this country more than likely illegally at some point. Was, right? the, was the shooter in Buffalo, did he cross an illegal border exactly or the was uh, the shooter was the shooter in, in columbine yeah yeah in, in columbine those kids that were from the high school that grew up there their parents grew up there they all lived in that town was that did those right. people cross a border illegally the problem is is the guns the problem is is right. the guns and there's right. only and this is i mean i mean your own ted nugent has said it your own ted nugent has said it if you can't take it down with one shot what are you doing out there what are you doing out there? And we joke about it too as Canadians. It's like, listen, if you're going to go hunting, if you can't take it down with one shot, what are you doing out here? Precisely. And so, you know, in history at one point, somebody came into the country inappropriately to put it however you want to put it. And look, I'm not on the side of coming into this country however you want. I expect people to do things right. I did things right with my wife. It cost me a shit ton of money. We got married, had to go to do everything we had to do because I brought her into the country legally to marry her. My brother-in-law did the same thing. Everybody I know has done the same thing. It's about just following the rules, but that has absolutely nothing to do with gun control and gun violence. Making somebody say that, okay, all of a sudden it's, it's a racist attack, right? Because you're going to stir up all the people that we know are going to get stirred up with this because they're going to get fired up because an illegal alien shot and then they have their agenda with illegal aliens in this country and whatever you want to do. It's two completely and absolutely separate things that you need to discuss at this point. It's look, the kid that came and shot up El Paso was just like you said in Columbine and all of these other shootings. What about the other 256 shootings that have happened since January 1st of this year? Are you telling me that all there of those illegal aliens? There hasn't even you. been 256 days since January 1st. There hasn't even been 256 okay. days since January all right. 1st. All right. Rant over. And I am genuinely like my heart, my stomach hurts. My heart hurts. This is really hard, man. Like it really, it is... It hurts. Laws have to pass. It, Laws have to pass. And they have to hurts. pass immediately. They have to pass immediately. And that's the only way that this is going to happen. Right? It's the only way it's going to happen. It's terrible. Yeah. It's absolutely terrible. May God have mercy on those families and those poor souls. And we're up to 18 kids and three adults, not including the kids that are in the hospital, the people that were shot and grazed, just like in El Paso. We were at 12. And by the end of the day, we were at 28, you know, and a lot of unaccounted people that didn't count towards the census because they weren't American citizens of people from Mexico shopping in the Walmart that got killed, that just got shipped over. Why? To hide the numbers. I'm done with it, man. I'm fucking done, Matt. Like, I just, I, I don't, anyway, I just... I really, I just, I really do pray for their families. They're going to be in my thoughts, that entire community, because the fear is real, dude. We spent a year with, just like with COVID masks, you know, that 
fear that comes in and just grips the community. It's the exact same thing. You're turning corners. You're looking at everybody. Everybody's profiling. Everybody's wondering, are you, are you? Like me as a white person, when I was walking into Walmarts here, everybody was staring me from head to toe. Like it happens both ways. Like it's not just one way or the other. It's a genuine fear of what's going to happen and the uncertainty with the lawmakers. And I'm not going to blame Republicans and I'm not going to blame Democrats. I'm going to blame them all because if you do your job, we voted you in, do your fucking job. Stop, stop with the entitlement. And because you got voted into something feeling that you have the right to do what you're making decisions for a country. We put you in a position of power because we voted you there. Use your fucking power and stop being a fucking coward. Both sides. I don't care. Just I don't care about political parties. This is about uniting a country and fixing what's wrong with the United States. And this is one of the core issues. And I'm just and I'm sure people are going to say, well, if you don't like the country, get the fuck out. You know what? Fuck you, because if somebody attacks my country, I'll be the first to take an automatic rifle and defend my fucking country. But as a soldier, as a person trained to do it, not just because I deserve to have a fucking gun that can pop off 30 bullets in 30 seconds because I need that to defend myself. You're fucking dumb. Amen. <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers. Let's move on. Let's yeah. let's let's upbeat. Mm. Upbeat. Upbeat. I saw a tweet today. Okay. That got me riled up before this news even came out. And it's uh -oh. NFL on CBS. And oh, here, okay. All right. And I felt I did a pretty good just responding to NFL on CBS. So you're talking about CBS NFL. It just paid billions of dollars to have product on right on, on the tube. And here's the, here's what they did. They said career postseason wins versus NFC teams, Tom Brady, 10 yeah. Rogers, 10 years spent as a starter in the NFC, Tom Brady two. Aaron Rodgers 14. That was the tweet, right? So there's two things. And then you can give me your thoughts on this, Matt. But so we're about to disagree. Are we? Okay. Here we go. <laughs> this is why I don't comment. <laughs> okay. That's fine. And, and we can disagree because yep. so Tom Brady had an eighth, a tenth, a ninth, an eighth, a fifth, an eighth, a fourth, a second, a fourth, a first, and a sixth ranked scoring defense. And we're talking about postseason wins, right? Where Aaron Rodgers is in the top five in terms of PFF and all of the grading systems in terms of postseason play, other than this last year, which I understand, and maybe the last two years. I get it. Like, we know that he's not performed to his MVP level. But you can cherry pick because Aaron Rodgers has had one defense, and that was 2009, and when did we win the Super Bowl? 2010. We're loading up on defense because we understand that you need an entire team to win a Super Bowl, including a defense. So don't tell me that Tom Brady did it all by himself. Was it not the defenses? Because he won zero Super Bowls when he had a defense outside of the top 10. So. point. <clears throat> okay. So here's where we differ. <laughs> Good. Okay. <clears throat> Has Aaron Rodgers had a top defense? No, he has not. I am realistic. He has not. The year that he won the Super Bowl, yes, he did. Okay. The very next year when he played against the Giants and lost in the first round, no, he did not. But remember, he did not play very well. 
-hmm. Then he played against Seattle and we lost in dramatic fashion, not once, but twice. And what happened during those dramatic fashion losses? Aaron Rodgers didn't put up Aaron Rodgers numbers. I mean, dang, man, one of those games was like 13-10, 17-13, right? Like, why are we not seeing 30? Then we get to San Francisco, and Aaron Rodgers is just got a monkey on his back. He can't get rid of San Francisco in the playoffs, no matter what he does, and he doesn't perform well. And again, he doesn't play well. Then you turn the page. Let's look at Brady. And you go, oh, well, Aaron Rodgers' stats, yes, yes. His definite stats are really good if we play a wild card game. But after that, they're not very good. When we look at Tom Brady, Tom Brady might throw an interception or two. Okay. And think about that game that we lost to Tom Brady in the Bucs. Three, three turnovers. We capitalized on zero of them. You know what Brady did when we when when he got a turnover? He put seven points on the board. That's the difference. That's the difference. Okay. So I know everybody's going to shoo, oh, Matt, Aaron Rodgers. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is definitely one of the top three Hall of Fame quarterbacks that the Packers have ever had. And you can't argue with that with me because he's definitely one of the top three. Where you want to place him in order? Well, let's wait for his career to finish before we cement him in order. Because I don't think he's at that upper echelon yet. Do I think he's right on the edge? Absolutely. I think it's going to happen this year. I don't know when, maybe week seven, week eight or something, we're going to see him break another huge, you know, some monumental thing or something. Maybe he wins another MVP. Maybe he wins a Super Bowl MVP and a Super Bowl MVP and walks off into the sunset with a big FU deuces. The suck it. <laughs> right? Who knows, man? I'm excited. But Aaron does not perform well outside of that playoff run where we had nothing to lose, where everyone said he wasn't going to, we weren't going to beat Philadelphia. We weren't going to beat Atlanta. In a top 10 scoring defense. We weren't going to beat Atlanta. We weren't going to beat Chicago. We're no way we beat Pittsburgh. And we did all of that. And then you flip the other script. We come in first. We don't play in the wild card game. We get the bye week. And then what happens? We fall flat on our face, flat on our face. We get these lackluster performances or we get to the NFC championship because he played in the first round and he tore it up. Like that year we tore the Rams brand new defense, a brand new one. Right. And then we get to the Bucks. Wah, wah, right. I mean, yes, we can point out 25 other plays, but at the same time, if Michael Jordan scores 40 points in every regular season game and we get to the playoffs, I want to see 50. That's Michael Jordan. Aaron Rodgers is not Michael Jordan. No, but he doesn't play the superstar role. He needs to play the superstar role in those playoffs. If he wants to win, what happens in the playoffs? What happens in the playoffs when a team goes Wild card all the way to the Super Bowl. Somebody gets hot. The quarterback gets hot. Look at Tommy Maddox when he stepped in there for Pittsburgh, when Ben Roethlisberger went down. Tommy Maddox drove him right into the playoffs, right? I mean, look at some of these Some of these quarterbacks get in there and they get hot. And our quarterback doesn't get hot. But he's the MVP. He needs to get hot. He needs to go out there and pump it up, right? I mean – seriously we can't be the only ones that i can't be the only one that's no no you're not and and i agree with you to a certain extent and the point for me is this so the first thing is i still have a question about 
a question mark about who is the leader on this offense because de facto is Aaron Rodgers. I agree with you at that point because he wants people to lead by example, but ultimately when push comes to shove, I get it. He does not necessarily fit the bill of that what we're seeing on the defensive side of the ball, Basaccia today yelling at them because they broke the huddle improperly as on special teams. In order to win, when you have the shit-ass special teams that we have, that you and I both agree, everybody thinks that this is going to be a complete turnaround top 10 special teams. I don't think so. I think we might be 18, 17. Like, we're going to just not fucking totally shit the bed. So the point of me of what I'm trying to make is you can't compare Tom Brady to Aaron Rodgers and stop comparing the two. Like I understand Tom Brady, honestly, like as much as I love Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback I have ever seen. When I saw him throw the ball against, it was the Dallas Cowboys in a loss, but it was rain. It started raining and you could hear the ball cut through the water. That's talent. Like that's the talent side of something I've never seen in my life. But Tom Brady from a, what you're saying, a leadership standpoint, a taking control of a team, not, not just the locker room, but a team. Like he went to the bucks and Arian sat back and said, dude, he's like, I want this. I need this. I want this. And what did he do? The first thing he did is he went and got defensive players to put on the defensive side of the ball. And then he went and got a running back that he wanted in Fournette. And then he got Gronk because he needed his tight end. He needed his security blanket because he knows he's not going to take the deep shots unless he has to. He's going to give what the defense gives him. And I think the reason I'm saying this and why I'm so optimistic of this year is Tom Brady has always had a top 10 defense when he's won a Super Bowl because it makes up the difference from special teams or the lackluster performance of an offense. So the offense doesn't have to perform at 100%, which is we know Aaron Rodgers has only done once in his career, right? If we're going to call it, call, what what is it? A tiger with stripes, right? I don't know what the saying is, but <laughs> but he has done it once where he has been from start to finish. And it took, I, I remember betting that season with my cousin where we were eight games out and we needed to run the table just to make the playoffs. And I, when I heard Aaron Rodgers say, just relax, whatever, I bet my cousin, I said, I bet you we're going to run the table. We're going to win the Super Bowl. And I'll shave my head if he doesn't, and I'll shave your head if he does. Great bet for him. Guess what? We ended up shaving his head. But what did we have that year is the defense. And the point I'm trying to make with, with my defense of him is I think Matt LaFleur, without Devontae Adams there, he's kind of broken up that old boys club. The only person left on this team from that Super Bowl run, Mason Crosby, Aaron Rodgers. That's it. Not Devontae Adams. Adams hasn't won a championship. He's going to go try to win one. He's with not going to. He's good he's luck. Not gonna, and that, that sucks for him. That division you know? is so stacked. I would not. That would be the last place I would want to go to. But it's your buddy, right? That's 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 your college roommate. That's your buddy. He wants to do his final contract because that'll be it for him. He'll play his four or five years, maybe. Uh, with the Raiders, you know, depending on how well they do and, and how well he holds up. And that'll be the end of his career. And there he is in, in at home. And, and I mean, and you know, Carr has got to be also thinking to himself too. I got to get myself a number one wide receiver here who's dependable because I'm not looking so hot. Renfro is a solid number two wide receiver slot. He's 
the Danny Woodhead, not the Danny Woodhead, was it Wes Welker? He's that type of wide receiver where he's very good, right? And then you have Waller. And look, I mean, what I'm tr- the point I'm trying to make is that this offense this year, and the reason I'm so optimistic is because the team is starting to be built in a way, which is why everybody's so excited. This defense is should be stacked. It should be a top 10 defense, possibly a top five defense. The fact that we're even the bears are arguing like their best linebacker is better than Ty Summers. And I'm like, okay, you guys are like looking at our fourth linebacker at this point and trying to compare your best with our fourth. Like it's like, that's how good this team is. And the whole point of the tweet is it takes a team to win a championship. We have the team in place to do that. And a lot of Tom Brady's success, I'm not taking away from what Tom Brady has done in his career because look at Bill Belichick now. Look at Tom Brady now. He proved it to me me at that point. The man man wins one Super Bowl and you go, he's lucky. He wins two and you go, wow, he's really lucky. You win seven and you got to be good and you got to tip your hat to the guy. I don't like the guy. He's a hell of a competitor, though, and he's a hell of a leader. And you got to tip your hat to him because – I mean, think about all the guys that came before him. None of them have seven. None of them. Nor will it ever happen again. Right? Like, we, this is, this is a generational thing that, I mean, we, we, oh. This is Brett Favre. I get the hate. This is a Brett Favre consecutive game record that's never going to be broken. 100%. I see that uh, my dog is barking in the background. Yes, I do too. I think it's because your dog can he see my live right now. I think he saw a bat. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Packers without borders. Packers without borders. Packers without borders. Packers without borders. You are listening to my dad and his friend Bruce on Packers without borders. Thank you for listening to Packers without borders. You can catch us on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcast. And don't forget to follow us on Patreon.com front slash Packers Without Borders for some exclusive content and behind the scenes. Check out our merchandise on Public Packers Without Borders. Peace. Go Pack Go. <laughs> you need to. Hey, ho! Oh! Love it. This is Packers Without Borders. Guys, tune in. Great show. It's not just about football. Like happiness is the truth because I'm the happy
I don't know what you're talking about, but this is perfect therapy for me because I'm super angry inside. Why, Mr. Wayne, I see you have come to challenge me again. Hi, Riddler. <laughs> you know what's funny is the wine I'm drinking is actually called Harvey. Oh, look at it, it is. It is. <laughs> well, the beer I'm drinking is called Miller. I've taken <laughs> care of Two-Face. Now I'm going to take you down, Riddler. All right, Mr. Wayne. What can turn an ooh into an ah? I don't want to say what I'm thinking. About three inches. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> A back dong. Ah, oh, we're getting horny tonight. <laughs> Stay in character, Matthew. Bring down the ball gag. <laughs> I have a long shaft, Mr. Wayne. I always penetrate with the tip first, and I always come with a quiver. What am I? A pen. An arrow. A quiver of arrows. A quiver, correct. Okay, Batman, you, darts. you must blow me to play with me. What am I? A clarinet. A balloon. Close enough. That's not even... <laughs> That's not the same. You a can clarinet. fill a balloon with a clarinet or a flute. <laughs> All right, yeah, same thing. <laughs> Half a point. I'm, I'm <laughs> Batman. <laughs> 1.5 career points. <laughs> Terrible. I'm long, usually smooth, and have the word come in me. What am I? Long and smooth with the word come in me? Oh, man. <laughs> I Quiet, bat dog. <laughs> I'm concentrating. He knows the answer. That's right. It was bat dog, a cucumber. Very good. Precisely. <laughs> Thanks, bat dog. Next, Batman, I'm small and hard, but holes love me. What am I? Peter A Bukhani. golf ball. No! A golf ball. <laughs> A key. A golf hole also works. Golf ball hole. I'm usually around six inches long, tastes great in your mouth, and sometimes salty, but tastes better with butter. What am I? Hardcore carnivore beef jerky. Corn on the cob. Corn on the cob. What kind of corn do you have in Canada? The corn in the United States is like 67 inches long. I say that to all the girls. I'm usually six inches long, roughly two inches wide, and everyone loves having me in their pants. What am I? I don't know. Money. <laughs> money. <laughs> big fat wad of money. What's that big fat wad? Uh, he'll be here next week. What's the maximum speed limit during sex? 69. <laughs> 
68, because when you hit 69, you need to turn around. <laughs> That's phenomenal. That's so terrible. That's so good. That's so terrible. I'm halfway through the Harvey wine, and we're 30 minutes into the pod. I'm the most fun when you put me in small holes and wiggle me around. What am I? The bat pinky. A Q-tip. <laughs> Last but not least, half point for Batman tonight with his Harvey wine. Bat, I got one point for cucumber. What goes in dry and hard but comes out wet and soft? A marshmallow in a piggy bank. Pasta. A what? Pasta. That's clever. Yes, too bad you aren't. I'll see you later. I'll be right back. Hey, how do you do? Terrible again. Terrible again. Half point. Dude, I gave him a book and I said, dude, here, read this. He kept answering. He kept answering penis. (laughs) I keep telling him not to do that. Hey, if you're uh, sitting in rush hour traffic right now and it is side by side and bumper to bumper and uh, you have us playing in your car. And uh, you can see there's a whole bunch of people around you. If you can safely, because, you know, you're not moving or anything. Take a good look to the one person to your left. Take a good look to the person to your right. Look back to the person to your left until they look at you and turn the sound up for penis. (laughs) And vagina. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes when I find out that I'm on Bluetooth in my buddy's vehicles and they pull up to like Tim Hortons or something and they place an order, I, I do this. Well, Mr. Edmonds, uh, we don't have the unusually small condoms with the crooked bends in them, but we did get your anal cream. <laughs> do you have my butt patch plugs? Yes, yes, all four shizes, yes. Shizes. Shizes. All right, I've got a serious question for you, and I want you to truthfully answer this. Now, I did play professional rugby, Matthew. Okay. And apparently, Goose feels that we can take this to the next level if we can call out Kwai Walker, and I am willing to take field a punt or a kick return and have Kwai Walker tackle me. Why would you want to die? I'm not going to die. Why would you want to die? It'll be I bet eight, you. It'll be eight months. I bet you. This is the over-under here, folks. This is the over-under here, folks. The poop's down the hand. I've got it right here. I've got the racing form in my hand. Everybody get, 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 get ready. I got $20 on the over-under of how many months does he complain about that hit after he takes it. I'm going with eight. <laughs> I bet you I pop right back up. <laughs> 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 no. And I high five him. <laughs> How much you want to bet? Oh, all my serious. money. 
All I'm my money. Serious. All no. my money. Oh, <laughs> let me see if I can, how much I can borrow. <laughs> Anyone who has played rugby fullback understands that position and the fact that oh. I have been nailed by much bigger men oh. or equivalent to, and I know I can take a hit and I'll pop right back up and I'd probably do it again. I slipped putting on one of my fucking Crocs and I laid on the floor for 10 minutes. You're going down. to lot. Yeah, you will be down. <laughs> we'll have to get a gurney no. where, about four feet from where you fielded the punt. I will this, sign every single I will sign every single way. I will sign every single way. Oh my god! Oh my god! Just give me, just give me, give me three months to get into shape. Oh no! I can take it. No! Absolutely! Fuck yes! Bring it! No! Yes, Quay Walker. Let's do this, buddy. I'm down. Quay, don't. I will sign everything. Everything. Let me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you this way. Okay. If you gave me three months and I hit you, okay, you'd be down for a while. No. Quay Walker is a professional in the peak of his career at lightning speed and testosterone's level off the chart. I'm at the peak of my 45-year-old <laughs> Got plenty. I've got plenty oh of cushions. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> Listen, brother. If, I'm this, in. if you were if you were 24, 25, I'd be like, I'm in. I'm in. I want to see this. I'm in. No way. No way, brother. No way. No, he'll he'll lightning bug you. All right. I would so, make an ex I would make right. an example. I would Let's, make an example. I came nowhere near his level. Nowhere near his me, level. Near. And I am confident that at his age. I would light you up like a $2 pinball machine. <laughs> well, there's somebody going to go visit you. I know. And it's going to happen. And I don't even need a helmet because I got 250 pounds of me that says 150 no. pounds of you. Do I, like so it. do I get to? So here, all right, we're going to, we're going to even up this playing field. Let's do oh, this. Oh, okay. All right. Here's what all we're right. going to do. If I can get past you, first off, I'm not just going to stand easy. and let you That's hit me. Easy. I'm not going to let easy. you stand there and hit me because he's fast, right? But you're going to feel the punt. Yeah. And by, by the time, the time the that ball, me, by the time you catch that ball, he'll be five yards from me. And all I need to do is sidestep he and he's going to miss wow. me. He will, he will he's drive gonna smell, that ball he's gonna be, out. He's going to be smelling my farts. I'm going to be so far in front of him. You'll be looking out your ear hole. <laughs> no, it's no pads. No, 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 no pads. Nothing. No pads. No helmets. Nothing. It's bone. Oh, you're on. gonna wish. You're gonna wish that he had the pads. I can guarantee you that. No, I don't. Let's go. Let's oh. play. Let's. I'm down. Oh, I'm in. that's crazy. I'm in. Get, get past me? Are you kidding me? Fucking a paper bag on the ground got past me today. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. If, if it, what we can do is we'll have Wyatt throw the ball or we could just figure somebody kind of throwing the ball with, and you get like, I don't know, maybe 10 yards or so. And then I, I catch it and then we run and we'll see if you can actually 
tackle me. And if you do, let's see if you can pop me. And three, if you do pop me, let's see if I get out. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to do that because I like you. I'm not going to do that because I like you. I'm not you know scared. What, do you know what happened? This is a true story. True story. Yeah. My buddy, Chris Mikolayak, he was uh, the trainer for the team. I was coaching. I was just the DB coach. We had a wide receiver. He was uh, 20, 21 years old, peak, prime. This kid was, you know, he was going to go somewhere. Uh, I mean, not NFL, but, you know, CFL type. And uh, I was running around in sandals and stuff, playing DB against him. And I was making him look like a chump. And I was like 38. Okay. Nowhere near my yeah. prime. Nowhere yeah. near. Yeah. And he, That's and I defended right another, I, did be, I defended another pass of his right before he caught it again. And everybody was boo, right? They were kind of on him a little bit. He gave me a uh -oh. little shove. He gave me a little shove. I gave him a shove back. And then we kind of got face to face a little bit. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. excuse me, but this is my field. And you're just going to have to accept the rules in which I fucking determine them. Right. Excuse me, chop. You're in my area. Go fuck yourself. So then he said, you know, one time I want to get the pads on with you. And I said, let's do it. Let's do it right now. There's an extra set of pads. I'll go put those pads on. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so everybody was looking around and they were like, let's do it. Short story. I broke his collarbone. So I don't want. <laughs> I played against Jonah Lamu. Oh, oh, yeah. He's he's a beast. He's a beast. But yeah, I don't want to. I no. Let's not. Uh, we don't need feats of strength. There's no. There's no. This isn't Festivus. This isn't Festivus. This is Chicken Days. You're coming for Chicken Days. We have to pick. And guess what? There's chickens all the way up to the number three hundred. So guess what number we're gonna get? Two ten. Two ten, man. We gotta put fifty bucks on two ten. Dude, just so everyone knows, the number 210 is the perfect number. And now that we've mentioned it, you're going to see it everywhere. Yeah. And if you look at the angels, like if, if you do believe in angels and, and that circle, and even with energies and everything, the numbers 2 and 10 are the guardian angel numbers for everyone. Like if you look it up, it's going to be 2 and 10. And when you look at energies, it's like level 2 and level 10. And I'm telling you, since I started, you know this story, and you can tell your 210 story because we just kind of coincided. It's kind of crazy, right, the way that the 210 story came up. But for me, it was a state in uh, diving and swimming for Cathedral High School. So Cathedral High School has an amazing – the high school that I went to, private school – I mean, it's 20 years straight of Texas state championships, but there's a school Jesuit out of Dallas that was always nipping at their heels. And they took kind of like the Vikings where they take the division like once famous. or twice every 20 years. Famous for their cannonballs and belly flops. Absolutely. Yes, I've heard of no, them. Yes. No, there was, there was no diving. So they did have a diving team, <laughs> but Cathedral did not. And the years that they won is because the diving team put them over the top. So I became a diver for the high school because I'm an idiot. Um, and that year when we won state, we all went to a Chinese restaurant to have food and it was a buffet and the buffet was $7 and 90 cents. So the change was $2 and 10 cents. And there was literally a, an entire swimming team and the change was two ten, and we all paid with a $10 bill on purpose because we already, we already knew about two ten at that point, right? Like we already talked two ten, So we made her pay us with $2 and 10 cents. So she went around and said two ten. 50 times around the table to every single player on the team, 210, 210, 210. Since then, it is so ingrained. Even my daughters now, 
210 when we went to mexico city the hotel room we got was 210 i was just on the rooftop bar um here in el paso for some clients and i look over and the building next to us literally up in the upper hand corner says 210 in like huge letters it is everywhere the number 210 is the perfect number right absolutely what's your absolutely 210 i've had a few of them i've had a few of them right like my son is born 210 uh I mean, there's a, there's a whole bunch of them, right? Like my playing weight, 210, what I want to get back down to, 210, what I want in my bed tonight, 210s. Right. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's one of those numbers that for some reason just it, it pops up and it's almost like a deja vu. You know what I mean? It's almost like like when I see a deja vu, that's almost like the universe patting me on the back going, this is exactly where you're supposed to keep be, keep going, keep going forward, right? If I don't have deja vus for quite a while, I start to change things up a little bit, right? Like I, I must be- It is always a part of that path. I'm telling you, it's your guardian angels, man. You're following your guardian angels. And when you're doing something, you're going to see a 210. When you're doing the right thing, you're going to see a 210. If you don't see 210, Something's going on that you need to change in your life. It, it, it's kind of crazy that I look at it that way, but I've realized that because recently you saw this big career and life change that I've had, man. You've lived it with me. Fuck, dude. Yeah. Like you have absolutely lived probably the biggest life change other than me having kids in my life this last year. And yeah. when we started talking about just all this and you're like, oh, and you mentioned to my, you know, why at 210? It's like, shut the fuck up, 210, really? And then we started talking about it. And it's all of this stuff. So it is the universal number, 210. If you guys want good stuff to happen in your life, think 210. Only 210. No other number. No other number. Wednesday, podcast 114. What are we going to do for episode 210? I don't know. Do we, let's, okay, let's, let's ask that, okay? Because, because, uh, Father's Day is, uh, that's the end of season one. So we're going to start season two. Do I continue to, to name them like 115, 120, 130, 140? Or do I go season two? One, two, three. I don't know. Maybe, I, think we're, I think we just stick with the numbers. I think we go season two. That way you can tell okay. that, that, that that was the year that this happened. Rogers won the MVP, right? And then season two is this new season, right? Let's, uh, let's put it up. Let's see what yeah. people want. Yeah. All, all four all, people that listen to us. All, all four. Actually, you know what? The numbers are a little bit better than uh, all four people. And uh, I want to give a shout out to absolutely everybody that uh, tunes in and uh, listens. Uh, Bye, buddy. Peace. This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego. Get around, I get around, yeah, get around, round, round, I get around, I get around.
Get around. 